How many people need to ask for something no one else truly wants for a corporation to step in and make that want a reality? The answer is one man, and he's with us on this very slow-mo, hyper-stylized episode of Dude Soup. What did I do? Trying to get, we're trying to get, it's, I'm not talking about Andy. Well, let me get, we'll get to the guests and then it'll make sense, okay? Hey, everybody. Welcome to, uh, welcome to this episode of Dude Soup. Uh, real quick, I want to shout out all of the RT First members that are watching, everyone watching on RT TV live. We really appreciate you guys uh, joining the chat, getting involved, um, and being a part of the fun live stream. I think it's, adds an organic element to the whole thing. Um, I want to also introduce our guests right away. You recognize her. She's here almost every single week. God know her better to be. Uh, Elise Willems. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me, James. Uh, of course. <laughs> what an <laughs> it's episode. almost impossible not to. Now. I'm excited that, for this one. Now that, that I'm excited for this one. I requested to be one. in this episode. I mean, she, she did request to be in this episode, but she also, it was either this or stare at the corner. Um, for an hour. That's true. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to diminish the work you do. You'd be very busy. I look at that corner and I look at it hard. <laughs> we have some pretty awesome guests here. We have Andy Cortez and Greg Miller from Kind of Funny. Everyone. Everyone. The year was 2018. Yes. On okay. the spot, live at RTX. <laughs> yeah. Me and Tim yeah. versus you, James, and mm-hmm. some other guy who's gone. And <laughs> it was there that you all tried to make me feel bad. For like in Batman mm-hmm. v Superman. Oh, I see. And it was there that I, I said see. there were dozens of us that mm-hmm. like Batman v Superman. And that mm-hmm. those people should come to the front of the auditorium and raise me on their shoulders. And, and they, they did, go. ladies and gentlemen. And they did. And we chanted Martha. And two yeah. short years later, hashtag release the Snyder Cut is mission accomplished. Now we're moving on to the suicide David Ayer's cut. <laughs> no, Hold God, on. no. <laughs> Hold on. You forgot the most important part of that whole story. Every time you post that clip, yeah. you post that clip, it ends too soon because what follows is afterwards I shout, those of us that love improv comedy, come and lift me up. And then I ran to the front of the stage and no one held me up and, and I you fell. fell. You <laughs> fell. Adam, Adam and I were laughing so hard we were crying. We, were, we both had tears because he fell off the stage and it, it was. That on the spot with you guys is, I think, one of the most fun things I've Everyone ever done. Everyone was firing at all cylinders. In that. We'll yeah. never be able to do it again. No. Never well, I mean, again. it's on you, Andy. It's really on you because Tim was able to bring it. Like, can you bring mm-hmm. that level of comedy to dude soup? Mm-hmm. That's what we need to find out right now. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, guys. Yeah. I just want to first, first and foremost, I just want to get it off. Uh, like, Greg is getting stuff off of his chest. I want to get stuff, mm-hmm. stuff off of my chest. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am not Rahul Kohli and I am not <laughs> Mike Shinoda. Okay. Uh-huh. I am not those people. Yes, I may bear there. There's a slight resemblance. I'll admit that. But I am not Mike Shinoda. I think that's the one I get the most. Those are the only lower thirds we prepared. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, so. I thought I was confused. I looked at the call sheet and I, 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 I it probably said Shinoda Coley. I was saying it, it was probably said created. Andy Cortez, but I for sure read it as Shinoda Coley. Shinoda Andy, Coley do the eyebrow so. thing. Show him the eyebrows. Because if you guys didn't know, from the eyebrows up, he looks a lot like Jon Snow. Oh, right, right, right. Hold on. Okay. Um, and you might me, think, man, like Game of Thrones obviously didn't la- stick the right, landing, so a on. lot of people have already kind of forget, forgotten about it. But there is an image 
where it is Wait. Andy next to uh, Jon Snow's eyebrows. And I have to say, it's true. Hold on, just is hold it ju- on. Just, it's just the eyebrows? I can see his eyebrows. Like, right. like, yes. like, kind of like from here up. Like, hold on, honey. If you're just quiet. So you're not quiet the for hair. A Let's see if I can hold find on. the image for you. If you're quiet for a second, here you go. Okay. Here you go. I okay. don't want right. it. I don't want it. Did he say that? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, that, that, that part I don't think you need to worry as much about because it, it's not really. We're not saying you do a good impression of him. We're just saying the eyebrows. Hey, oh, I think it's pretty good. Who does Elise? Who does Elise? Kind of. I think maybe yeah, all. I think that good. also. I also am getting a Jon Snow vibe. Yeah, I mean that. I don't want it. I don't want he it. I don't remember him saying that. It, it's it's James. It's when they're always trying to get him to like be the king. And he's like, I don't want it. I don't know uh-huh. want it. I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't, know, I don't so know want it. I don't. I, mean, I watched the whole show. I don't remember. I, I don't want it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming. I, I just want to say that this is part of a week long event. We are already two days into it at the time of doing this. Um, kind of fun house week. It's a long time coming. It all it took was a global pandemic for us <laughs> to actually execute on what has time. been a pretty simple thing. Right. Time coordination, but like still just getting us together to do it where this whole week we're just doing collaboration content. Uh, You guys are appearing in our stuff. We're appearing in your stuff. And it's just a big it's super fun. It's the kind of stuff that we wish we did way more of. Um, So there's there's a bunch of stuff. We have a family feud that's coming. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Legally, legally, we can only call it a feud. Um, YouTube court, we put kind of funny thumbnails on trial. We managed to figure out how to play Mario Party online despite it having an absolute barren online feature. Um, I was curious how that was going to go down. Mm -hmm. It went. It went went down, okay. Oh, it went down. Yeah, yeah, it went down. Um, but we're having a blast. We're doing a bunch of stuff back we did, and forth. We, you and I did uh, kind of KFAF. We did KFAF. Um, was Adam was so on the long. show this morning, I recall. Yeah, it was right? on Kind of Funny was... Games Daily. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Now, here's what oh, I'm going to say real yeah. quick. Because oh, usually I do a whole bit about asking you to come sub and do this different stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually, I'm only doing this today because I'm trying to pit us against each other internally. Right? There's YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny and YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Mm-hmm. And I've been on a crusade lately because I noticed that Kind of Funny has more subs than Kind of Funny Games, which doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense because we're famous for video games. Yeah, yeah. And since I've gone on this crusade asking people to please go sub to YouTube.com, slash kind of funny games somehow youtube.com slash kind of funny has gone up so now i need to reach outside of our own community and come to your community funhouse and ask you please Please just go subscribe to youtube.com slash kind of funny games you never have to watch the shows i don't care just Just get the number higher so i can rub it in nick scarpino's face can i ask greg like why like why do you think that is are there certain shows that are exclusive to one or the other that you think are i mean you look at the numbers on youtube.com slash kind of funny and they are awful just god awful you know what i mean so i don't know what people are subbing for i don't know Mm -hmm. what they think they're gonna get there they must think that we're on the ropes we're gonna get bought out by tbs soon you're gonna get some real content there Mm -hmm. i don't know why they're not willing yeah i know right let's get conan on there you know come on (laughs) what's conan if y'all want to make notes just being shorter I put into the Discord the photo of me looking like Jon Snow. If we can bring that up in any moment, oh, I know there's um, production. I know there's some. Well, real quick, real quick. I mean that the the image you put in that isn't you that's, looking like Jon no, Snow. That is Jon Snow. 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 And it's so, but then like now it. the thing is now production can of course using the technology and you guys have go in there I and may, edit it. Hold on. If I may point out, this is a Slack that you sent to Greg mm-hmm. August twenty first, two thousand seventeen, mm-hmm. where you said, "Does this look like me?" So you yeah. were already you were already fishing. For yeah, him yeah, to you say you yes. you let it there. 
Yeah, I, I may have been doing that, but what you all need to understand, this is where Jon Snow was was dead, where we all thought he was dead. Spoilers, fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was going to say, people haven't seen it. They don't know. They Some people were watching the show up until, what, season five, and they uh, stopped there. Got it, and got so it, they, got it. that may have been... Okay, well, let's say he was sleeping then. He was sleeping in this scene. Got it. And, uh-huh. and it's it a... And it's a it. There it is. It's a zoom in of this shot. And I'm sitting there at the TV and, I, and, and I, I have this like weird moment of disconnection from my own human body where I go, oh, is that me? Mm-hmm. And I had to <laughs> screenshot. I had to I had to screenshot it. And then uh, I just I, I had to put it into the world. And I asked Greg and he said, yes. And I said, it's Jon Snow, Greg. What do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, you nailed it. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's the thing of what I'm proud of you is I think you could show me glasses off my nose to eyebrow and i don't think i'd be able to identify my own with my eyes closed like this no. guy but like you saw this on tv yeah and we're like that's me that's yeah. me i, I had to hunk, i'm the hunk heartthrob of this show yeah mm-hmm. it really freaked mm-hmm. me out really freaked me out the, understandably <laughs> so i also love in the slack andy asked does this look like me and then greg said yes and then Jan- andy said it's john <laughs> <laughs> and also if you look it's all at eleven thirty nine. like this yeah, was the was... most important thing that could possibly happen in slack where we're like the, the, bam, 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 bam. The, the also the best thing about this is i'm i'm not i don't want to put words in your mouth greg but it's that almost certainly was you typing yes after letting out a sigh right it's like it's like he said this and you go yes <sighs> what now? Yes. And then yeah, he goes, yeah. it's Jon Snow. Like, <laughs> Gotcha. I tricked you, dude. See? Tricked you. I thought it looked wow. just like him. Well, that's why start. it's a joy having you guys on this show. Um, I want to also make sure, I will blast it right through. I just want to make sure I mentioned our sponsors, Mint Mobile and Nami. We're going to hear more from them later on in the show. Um, yes. It's a pleasure having you guys on. It's a week of all weeks. I am so it's, hyped. It's a week of it's all been weeks. fun. We should do it again. We don't need over. to wait for another pandemic. We don't need to wait for another yeah. year. Let's do mm-hmm. it again. Well, I'm, it also timed out really well because I actually, this isn't just, we can just shoot the shit, but I have news. There's there's a perfect reason to have Andy on the show. Andy on Sherlock's the show. back, baby. No, we're not talking. We're talking about Sherlock mm-hmm. later. Okay. Snyder cut. Greg. I'm sure Suck you've it, already Andy. expounded. Suck it, Andy. I'm sure you've already expounded on your thoughts and your excitement, but I want it here. I want to get it firsthand. How it's funny thinking? that it took this long for the Justice League to get justice. Mm-hmm. But nice. it's here, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Okay, right. you fucking title writer for We're articles. On <laughs> a wrong has been righted by the universe. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, am happy to see WB come to their senses. I'm mm-hmm. happy to see HBO Max do the right thing. I'm happy to see Zack Snyder be the bigger man. Because think about it. Ring-a-ding-ding, Zack Snyder. He answers the phone. And it's WB over there. And they're like, hey, Mm -hmm. we'd like to give you money and fix this. He could have said, you know what? Fuck you. We can curse on this show, right? Fuck you. Yeah, 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 you can. You can you can burn in hell, all right? You you did me dirty with this Whedon cut. And I'm not going to hear. And he said, you know know what? I have a vision. I have a vision. And I'm going to execute it on it for you people. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. That's what it's about. One of my favorite things leading up to all of this is... Mm -hmm. I just imagined, um, oh, I imagined, I put myself in the body of Ben Affleck, right? Mm-hmm. With this beautiful mm-hmm. back tattoo that you all will mm-hmm. definitely see. <laughs> we'll see more of later on this soon. week. Um, and there was a week where all of the stars of Justice League were just tweeting out, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. 
and mm-hmm. we uh, mm-hmm. and we see Momoa tweeted out, and we see Gal Gadot tweeted out, but then Ben Affleck tweeted it out, and I couldn't imagine anybody who wanted to tweet that out less. Like, <laughs> why, why on earth would he? Like, you got to imagine that he was the last one to sort of agree to this and just said, "Fine, fuck it, okay, I'll tweet out this stupid thing for this movie that nobody cares about," you know, uh-huh. except Greg. Greg yeah. cares about it. Yeah, me well, and clearly millions, Andy. And that's the thing is. I, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry if you could just shut up, James. Sorry, <laughs> right, I will. Right, you got right. it. It's like the other thing about it. This, this is the best part about it is that all of you clown shoe yeah, sure. DC hating Marvel fanboys thought we were done. You thought uh-huh. we were dead, but just yeah. like Superman <laughs> getting put back uh-huh. into the water in the Kryptonian <laughs> ship in downtown Metropolis, a mother box has reignited the DCEU, and it is a fever sweeping the nation. You know, you want to? Yeah. This is the real pandemic here. All right, yeah. we are infecting hearts and minds every day out there, making people care. David Ayer, like, yeah, let's get a Suicide Squad cut. What will this lead to? Will we see Justice League completed in the vision he wanted? Then will we get Justice? League 2? Will it come to theaters? Will it reboot? Will Cavill suit up for it again? Will they pivot yeah. to an animated movie? Will they pivot to a comic book? What's going to happen? Nobody knows, but I'm along for the ride. Well, that's great. That's a great. Well, we, this is a great show. Thank you guys. For- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have ahead. a question. Will you be able to watch this objectively, Greg? <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. uh, if you didn't know objectively, I don't like the DCEU. Um... <laughs> It's uh, uh, people have, you know, as a DC fanboy, so many mm-hmm. people have put it on me uh, that I love the DCEU and all these different things. I don't. They made a lot of choices I never would have made. So, yeah, no, I can objectively watch it. The, the, the problem of it all comes back to Batman v Superman, which mm-hmm. is that I left the movie theater going like, all right, that was a fun movie. It's, again, not what I would do with any of these characters, but they did it mm-hmm. and they went this way. And then er- other people coming out and going, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That is the worst movie of all time. And me going, it's not the it's worst not. movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And then the huge debate yeah. raging. Oh, And so over time, it's gone from me saying it's not the worst movie of all time to me being it's the greatest movie of all time, yeah. which is not yeah, my yeah. position. But it is yeah. more back towards the other way. But it's just like. Whatever I, I, you know, I mean, jokes and bits and you know, uh, someone has wrestling personas aside. You. Yeah, you're the I, one who has yeah, to you're a champion. It. I totally get it because I am a proponent of Wonder Woman in that I enjoy that movie. Yeah. I don't think it's an amazing movie, but I, yeah. I had a, I have a good time watching it. And people, uh, you know, took that with hyper hyperbole and they elevate it to Elise loves Wonder Woman. Elise mm-hmm. is this huge, and I'm like, no, I just same with I enjoy Justice League. Like I saw it once, and I was I had a good time watching it. Well, See, and that's so, where it comes uh, back to is like I hate Justice League, like, and it's that <laughs> thing, of, and, 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 it, and I I hate it because I mean obviously it's a Frankenstein of two different movies, and it doesn't mm-hmm. make thematic mm-hmm. sense. But then there is a part of it like it all. I I <laughs> this is such a long conversation. Sorry, to take over the whole show. Andy, just turn off your camera. No, please. That's no, okay. Um. Let's you go know, one. Let's get one on a one on Greg. It's the problem of t- WB going to Zack Snyder and being like, "All right, cool. You want make Man of Steel? Oh, that was great. What else can you do?" And expanding mm-hmm. out this entire grand roadmap that was, well, that'll build the Batman v Superman, which sets up the entire DCEU, which then will Suicide Squad will have this that'll tie into Justice League's part one and part two. It'll do, and then for that to come out and Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and all that be part of it. For that to be established, WB to be like, okay, to let them get at least two and a half of those films made three. If you count Mm -hmm. suicide squad was actually done one way and then redone to be the other way. It's this idea of the people I dislike the most at it are the execs at WB who looked at uh, the Metacritics and Rotten Tomatoes in fan reactions and were like, 
oh God, they hate it. Mm-hmm. Let's rather than cancel these movies and let somebody else take them over, let's try to mishmash them and make them into mm-hmm. something good. Which even if you hate what Zack Snyder did, that's not going to lead to a better movie, right? That's yeah. not going to lead to a better universe where it's like, cool, Suicide Squad, when you watch now, is a, is nonsense. And it's because they had to take out all the references that were building into this dark side world, this Justice League, the coming of Apocalypse. Like They were trying to build this universe with that in mind. And when you rip that out, that movie becomes even worse than it probably would have been anyway. And that's the thing. So many people have reached out to me and been like, oh, man, great. Now Justice League is going to be four hours long and still garbage. And it's like, hey, man, it might still be bad, but it's no way going to be as bad as Justice League is to me now. To me. I don't know. Other people want to love it or do whatever. I understand, but it's just not my deal. I, I, before Elise and I truly give our opinions on this, I want to disclose that we are technically Warner Media employees. Oh, wow. Shills. Here we go. Shills. I want to disclose that so that way you understand. Earrings are coming off. Where I just want to make sure go. that we're up front with that because of yeah. the way corporations shake out. We are Warner Media employees. So, all right, now go ahead, Elise. Uh, yeah, no, it's a stinker. And um, <laughs> let so, me just say, uh, they didn't earn the Justice League. No, that's way. the problem, right? And it's a shame because, like, we always say it would have been great if you had gotten all these, you know, Aquaman before Justice League. If you'd gotten that movie. Well, yeah. And I, you'd gotten, you know. That's the big difference, like like both of you are saying, and Andy's not saying anything, but, like, both of you were saying. <laughs> Wait, so when you want to talk about Lord of the Rings, Andy will come off the bench. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Um is that at least the felt, del toro cut it felt like the executives were pivoting based off whatever the temperature was in the room at that exact moment yeah, yeah. and they were and also they were making all these decisions while looking across the yard to marvel yep so they were like oh we should do that i think i think the first avengers movie would suck really really bad too if it just went iron man one iron man two avengers Yep. If that was all you had, and then it was like, now go. And also then you had to, not only that, but then you made Iron Man 2 not only the kind of shitty prequel to Avengers, but it was also Captain America's movie, and it was also Thor's movie all at the same time. Yeah. Like, it would be it would be bad. Like, there's no way. And that's, I'm with you, Greg. I saw, I, I, I'm a fan of Man of Steel. I like he it. I actually, it. I actually really like it. I think the score is great. I yep. think Henry Cavill is a stellar Superman. Yep. Um, and it's and and I'm not it like like unlike you, I'm not even like a big Superman fan. I always lean more towards Batman. I like Superman stories where they're like the my favorite Superman stories are the ones where they're like, this is so unlike Superman. Like Superman yeah, Red yeah. Sun. Red Sun or like basically anything where even Injustice. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I'm like, that stuff is cool because it takes him out of that really lame character, pseudo lame character. And so Man of Steel was like, okay, he's still that like hero, but he has an edge to him. He's there's an, there's something right. Greg, there's is a dimension right to now. Yeah. Greg is so happy right now. He's <laughs> well, again, Andy, it's 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 the haters like you that want to tear us down, Andy. You yeah, can't yeah. just let us enjoy something. You know what I mean? I also God also forbid our opinions as, don't line up. As a Zack Snyder fan in general, I'm just whatever it is that like false machismo of his films. I love it. It speaks to me on a spiritual level. Um, so Man of Steel, I was like, yeah, give me more of this. I'm excited for this. Then Batman movie Superman, I honestly think there's a good movie in there. I, 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 the only problem is I started getting a little bored while watching it. It's the, my sure, biggest it's criticism. Cut, it's the extended it's, cut. That I, is the, so the better version. The extended, the extended version, I own it. I, I, yeah. when that movie came out, I was like, I'm buying it. I'm going to watch this extended version. At least the extended version answers questions like, 
why are they blaming blaming him for a militia yes. shooting? Right. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it answered yeah. those questions, yeah. but then you're also watching and you're like, why are those questions in the movie in the first place? When we reviewed uh, the Batman review, or we did a DC review, and we were in the extended cut. Mm-hmm. I had never fully watched through Batman vs Superman, so of course expectations going in, this is going to be a shit show. This is going to be the worst movie of all time, like Suicide Squad level bad. But mm-hmm. watching the extended cut, that that being my actual first like beginning to end mm-hmm. complete experience, I walked away thinking like, damn, that was kind of cool. Like the 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 um, the scene in court with, with the the bombing and everything. I was like, fuck, there's some really cool <laughs> ideas here. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. my favorite. That's my favorite it's moment Superman. in any superhero yeah. film ever made is after the bomb goes off and then it cuts to Superman with the flames all around him, the burning ash of the of the, the Congress and all the dead bodies. And he looks over to where the wheelchair was and he just goes, missed it. And like yeah. he just has yeah. this one nonverbal reaction. And I'm like, that is the, I just got goosebumps. That's Superman. I'm like, I got goosebumps that's right such, now, man. That's Clearly. such a Superman moment. And it's in that movie. So to say that it's worthless is is just I think Can objectively I tell you wrong. My favorite DCU moment. Please tell me. It's in it's in Justice League. Oh yeah, I know. And sure. it's when um, I cheered in the theater when I saw it. It's when uh, Superman he abandons everyone, but then during the big final fight, he shows up again and yeah. it cuts to everyone's reactions and it cuts to Ben Affleck and he goes. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. We've seen that around there for sure. It's the yeah, worst. Yeah, sure. And I, I hate was, that. I, I think I clapped and cheered when I saw it because well, I thought it was so funny. Yeah, yeah. And so so Batman v Superman, my opinion on it is like I was like, that movie feels so bloated and kind of like misguided because in the midst of it, it felt like a lot of things were happening. It was supposed to be a sequel to Man of Steel. There were, there were a lot of things happening yeah. in there. <laughs> it was supposed to be a sequel to Man of Steel. It yeah. also felt like Zack Snyder had a feeling that this is gonna be his one shot to make a Batman movie. So he basically made a Batman movie inside a Superman sequel, and they were pushing him to make, make it so that way the yeah. next would could be Justice League without any other setup, and it just had to immediate. So the whole scene with her on the laptop, Wonder yeah. Woman on the laptop, finding the Justice League protocol and like Flash.exe. Yeah, and stuff like, Lex went through and it had a graphic designer make them all like logos yeah, for what like, Cyborg and Aquaman would be. It's so hard to watch, but yeah. it's also in the same movie as... That cool shit. The point when those cops catch Batman and he's just make doing a tear branding people. That yeah. shit is awesome. <laughs> and yeah. I know, I know the fight scene that they have at the end of the movie comes to kind of like a weird end. But Lord. and I also know they basically stole the storyboards from Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it's still super cool to see on screen and in motion. And it like it's really spectacular in a lot well, of ways. Well, that's the thing about Snyder movies that people always talk about, right, is that there's so much uh, style, maybe not that much substance, right? And that, mm-hmm. I mean, that was the thing of even coming off Man of Steel, a movie I didn't love and I, I've come to appreciate more over time. But I remember being uh, when they put out those first images from Comic-Con, when they did the Hall H stuff, and it was mm-hmm. uh, Affleck in the giant metal, you know, armored bat mm-hmm. suit with the light and lit up, and then Superman just appearing up there in the light. You're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, I couldn't believe I was seeing that. You know, somebody who mm-hmm. never thought he was going to get around to seeing Batman and Superman in the same movie. And then here's this, like, shot pulled from the comics, pretty much, that just mm-hmm. looked incredible. Yeah, well, even even the opening, when... When God, I just think there's so many great moments. The Batman's is Batman's assault on the warehouse is one of yep. the best best film Batman moments I think I've seen in any movie. And then also in the opening when they're showing what happened in Metropolis and everyone's running away and Bruce Wayne, 
Wayne's running Runs into in. the yeah, smoke. Yeah, yeah. You're like, holy shit. And honestly, I thought Ben Affleck was a pretty good, pretty good Batman Bruce Wayne. I thought yeah. he was pretty solid. Um, the, especially the, 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 Again, the problem I have with everything, the way it all went down is that in this sound weird, but stick with me. I fi- I feel like with, with Greg talking, like he was a part of all of this. Like, like he's <laughs> yeah, giving yeah. his own testimony. Like, look, when I was a part of it, I would have done things. Different. <laughs> I was in the boardroom. I tried to stop him, but they wouldn't know. Um, it reminds me a lot of Xbox One, where the Xbox One launch and messaging, and when they got clowned by PlayStation that at, at E3, right? Rather, what I've always said is I'd love to see the alternate universe where. Rather than flip flop, change it over, make it more like the PS3 or 4, uh, do all these different things, the Xbox One would have said, listen, no, we have a vision. We understand you don't agree with it or like it, but we're going to prove to you why this is a good thing. They didn't. They flip flopped. They were never able to catch up to PS4, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same thing with WB in this thing, where even if it, even if what I would have done if I was there and had any say in it or whatever, and it was like, man, people hate these movies. And I was like, well, we can rip all these references out. We can bring in Joss Whedon. We do, I'd be like, no, let's just get in front of it and be like, cool, we're still going to make Justice League and Justice League Part 2 in Zack Snyder's way, but we're going to tell everybody that's it. That's the end mm-hmm. of the DCEU. We were doing this thing. It's a, this look at a universe. We're done, and then we can go and do whatever we want with it from there on out. Mm-hmm. Rather yeah, yeah. than this, they didn't. It's, it's the same thing where they didn't believe in their vision. And I don't know yeah. where that starts or ends, you know what I mean, of like if it was just Zack Snyder saying all this stuff, and they're like, yeah, sure, 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 and then nobody ever did it, or if there was somebody WB who was like, I this think is it's the right like, way. I think it's reactionary to Marvel stuff, like we've talked about before. Like, I think it's just them seeing, I think it's them regretting not being more like Marvel, and then trying to mm-hmm. just totally, let's change the whole tone. People yeah. aren't liking this, let's change it and make it more snappy and, and uh, you know, quirky. Well, that and- was the whole argument from the beginning, right, with what Man of Steel was, is that Man of Steel was a reaction of what if superheroes really existed in our world. And so it wasn't meant to be the Marvel. I mean, Marvel, obviously, the MCU is fucking fantastic. They nail the fact that these are comic books come to life. And if DC was to go do that whole thing, I think the argument was what would separate us from Marvel? Would we always be second banana? So people love the Nolan films, a grounded Batman. What if we tried to make a grounded superhero universe? Right. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what's interesting about Man of Steel. Like you're talking about the themes it wrestles with where. You know, as long as I've been alive, I've been a Superman fan and I've never heard Jonathan Kent say, maybe you shouldn't have saved those people, which, (laughs) you know, he does. Kevin Costner does in Man of Steel because he is very much like Clark. When people find out about you're going to change the world, you're going to and not just in the good way. You're going to change it in a way of like, what does that mean for religion? What does that mean for Mm -hmm. anything? Aliens are among us. And that's a unique take you don't see wrestled with, right? Like, I mean, you look at the Christopher Reeve movies, right? And my favorite always is Superman 4, not my favorite movie, my favorite moment, Superman 4, A Quest for Peace, where Superman walks into the UN, gets to the podium, and tells all the leaders of the free world, I'm taking away your weapons. And everybody Mm -hmm. stands up and applauds. (laughs) It'd be like, wait, no, motherfucker, this alien is taking away all of our weapons. Why are we down for this? (laughs) Outsider. I, think I, there's an- I would like to think that Kevin Costner would have been a better dad to Clark Kent than Clark Kent's dad. And I, I think that's what they need to redo, Greg, is put Kevin Costner <laughs> as the dad. Really like, based it in reality. Yeah, real a Kevin Costner Kevin is Costner. the adopted dad, Greg. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I mean? Now you I go in there and be it. like, no, you have to save these people. You'd be a better dude. Sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What do you say, Elise? It's, it's difficult to compare Marvel and DC because there are so many problems plaguing DC yeah. in, com- in comparison, one sure. being they didn't have Kevin Feige as an architect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have a centralized voice speaking for this entire... 100%. And it's outrageous, project. I feel, that they haven't done that yet. 
And I know mm-hmm. there's been, you know, Jim Lee or Scott Snyder, like these names get kicked around and they, they're like, oh, they're doing, they don't seem to have any power. And I don't know what, you mm-hmm. know, the fact that even now that like, if you, and granted now being a different time, but I mean, pre COVID and everything else going to hell, it, it never was like, Hey, we understand and we're pivoting and we're doing this. It was all of a sudden of like, all right, cool. Uh, the DCEU still exists, but like, we're probably not going to have the movies cross over anymore. So like Wonder Woman's still going to happen. There'll be an Aquaman too, a cyborg flash. That's all happening. We're also making a Joker movie and now we're making a Batman movie. And it's like, what mm-hmm. is the vision? What is, like it, I, we've progressed yeah. to, uh, I mean, as somebody, we just did a, a um, we just did Jane's on the Bob strike back in review. One of the shows mm-hmm. we do uh, where we watch the movie and talk about them. And like for somebody who grew up reading wizard magazine, right. And seeing the Nicholas cage Superman movie fail, hearing rumors all the time of a justice league movie and never seeing it come to fruition. The fact that we live in a time now where, one of the biggest movies in the world, right, can come out and be like, okay, cool, they're time traveling and this is how alternate realities work and alternate timelines. And we're changing fundamentally the way you, the moviegoer, in a complicated way, think about time travel. It's not like Back to the Future. It's like this. And, we, you know, me and Jen went and visited our, my family back in the burbs of Chicago. And, like, my cousin, who's the mother of two, was like, let's go see this. And, like, she knew it all. She was down. She understood Iron Man. She understood Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, Audiences are smart enough now for you to be like, cool, we're doing DC Black Label, just like the comic books. That's going to be the Joker. If you see that beforehand, you understand you're getting an out-of-universe, this is happening, blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. we're also announcing this slate of things. Oh, Lucy James says hi to everybody. Hey, shout, out. Okay. shout out to Lucy James. Hi. They don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> are you doing board games soon, she's asking? Yeah, yeah, we're doing board games. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're doing board games. It's like a fan. Yeah, it's really hot in here. And when we do Kevin Smith in review, obviously the subject matter gets dicey. So my wife comes out and closes the window so they don't have to hear me scream about all the horrible things Kevin Smith does. Can I say to your point, though, about like DC Black embracing embracing this a la carte style? I think that's the way to go for DC Mm -hmm. personally. I think you you don't try to do a connected universe. You do it a la carte. You pull from different inspirations and you you can do you can still do those big Justice League uh you know, level like collaborations, but you just don't set them up. Mm-hmm. You just make a movie where the assumption is that people know who these characters are. You don't need to spend half the, the, the first half of the movie setting sure. them up. They're just, they're just in whatever conflict they're in mm-hmm. and it's happening. And this is it. Like do it, be, be brave with your movies and audiences will thank you for it. Yeah. I think, I think that, you know, everyone always goes, well, let's look how much money Marvel's making, except name one other thing that succeeded that way. Like, there's now we are at the point where it's just it's just a pile of dead cinematic the cuckoo, universe the bodies. Cinematic I would say Conjuring the is the only one that's come if, close. You know, we had gotten that. Yeah. <laughs> if it had gotten past that one movie, failed, that failed before it even began. As much as it breaks no, my cuckoo. heart, the Cuckoo's got it. The Conjuring universe is the only thing that has come close to doing. Anything but like, like the Marvel has right? the Conjuring movies nail exactly what you're talking about. Where it is. You can go into any of those movies and not know they're tied to the Conjuring universe and still enjoy it and have fun. And then mm-hmm. if you like when we just watched um, uh, Andy, the one, the scary story from when you were a kid. Uh, La Llorona. Well, yeah, La Llorona. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we watched her and, and it was that thing of like it, we there. The watching there was a debate of like, wait, is this in the conjuring? I think it is. I can't remember. I knew there was something. And then like oh, a priest showed up and Jen was like, Oh, that's the guy from and I was like, Is it? And it was sure mm-hmm. as shit it was. I was like, Oh right, awesome, cool. We how many movies universe. are in that era? How many how many uh, eight probably, there's, right? There's a ton, yeah. So there's really? three and there's three Annabelles. Three Annabelles. There there's are the two conjuring. It's a lot of movies I'll never see. Two conjuring. No, Andy, let's do let's do an interview. Come on, scary. There's guy. the nun. The nun. 
So at least seven. And none two's greenlit. Andy, can I ask how many times you shouted Diablo while watching <laughs> that movie? Clutching, I never, clutching your rosary? Yeah. I never watched La Llorona. I never will. You want to watch it with us? Just, they just don't yeah, interest we'll do wa- me. Let's, Let's do watch, watch it. Party. Let's do a watch party. A scary movie watch party. I don't want to watch any we'll scary do it. movies. Okay, we'll it, put it on it, the like, calendar. Why would I no want problem. to evoke that feeling in my heart? We got I don't it. like. It makes so you feel alive. Live. Makes you feel alive. Well, I, I just I the, I think the interesting thing and everyone's touched on it is like this fan the fan reaction is kind of how we got into this situation in the first place. It seems like we are at least somewhat in agreement that like the constant pivoting, the constant like trying to please people that aren't even there to watch your stuff. Now it's funny because ironically, this is how we've ended up with a Snyder cut, right? <laughs> Is we're just listening now yet again. We're just listening to the the loudest voices. No offense, to Greg. Sure, but like, Not like you know, and also I think there's also a funny discussion to be had about the whole you know release the Snyder cut as though it's waiting to it's just yes, sitting somewhere exactly, waiting exactly. And like, what the cut? I, I was Collider posted that it's probably going to be finished. It has to be finished and assembled. The reason it's going to take about a year's worth of time and. Twenty to thirty million dollars of production and so they're making a movie to turn to turn <laughs> what was left into something coherent, which is fine. I'm fine with that happening, and I I, I actually I'm excited to see it. Um, but it's funny the idea, the mentality of how far removed you can be from a process that s- these people can just say release the Snyder cut. When the truth of the matter is, Make there is movie. no Snyder cut because they made a different movie instead halfway through, and now they need to finish. They didn't, they didn't, movie. Yeah, they didn't finish all any of the effect shots yeah. or any of the stuff. Yeah, to make it exist, it's just funny to think like those. And Greg, you know what you're talking about, but it's funny to think that most of the people that are doing they have they have no concept of that. So it's like, why would you even consider their opinion when you're making your decisions yeah. about what to do? You have this quote here yeah. below that. Is that from Henry Cavill? Yeah, I was going to say the most important thing is what did Henry Cavill think of all this? Of course, yeah. Honestly, that's course. how that's my barometer for life. What I water feel like, does he drink? I feel like he's my moral center. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he said on a Zoom call brought to you by Vero <laughs> because Zack Snyder is the only human being on Vero. Um, says, ladies true. and gents, it finally happened. The Snyder Cut will be out next year. Now, I know there have been two camps over the whole Snyder Cut thing and whether it will ever happen for a while. Uh, just remember, we all get to have more Justice League now. It's a win-win, so be nice to each other. Winky face, big congratulations to you, Mr. Snyder. Can I just say, it's sad state of things when in the wake of a recut of a movie being made, someone has to say, be nice to each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's a little... Well, it was perspe- this, I mean, yeah, perspective is, you know. It was the fact of how dirty the hashtag got for a while, right? Yeah. Where it was being used, as anything is on the internet, right? Where I'm sure you guys see it too, where, you know, somebody claiming to be one of your fans goes out and does something horrible in your name, attacks them, talks shit, does whatever. And you're like, no, this isn't what you're... Na-. And there were people who were like, super aggressive with the release of Snyder Cut in the, uh, you know, privileged, I'm going to be an asshole jackass way. Not in the way of like, well, mainly me using it as a joke, but also being like, I want to see what he would have thought. I want to see what he would have done, right? And I do think that like, it's fucked up that WB treated it this way, but not to the point where I would fucking call WB execs or harass them on Twitter or send, you know what I mean? Like shit like that, Mm -hmm. like the horrible stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I, I saw a great tweet uh, sort of regarding the David Ayer cut. Of like David Ayer says that there's a, an Ayer cut for Suicide Squad, <laughs> and then uh, 
I I feel like it may have been Tamar Hussein. I forgot who it exactly was, but they said, um, you know, there's there's actually a different cut for every movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's so true. Like I I I feel like Suicide Squad is probably my least favorite movie of all time. Um, like walking <laughs> walking out of the theater and mm-hmm. legitimately feeling regret and like anger, and I've never really felt that living a theater. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I was fine or whatever. But this one, I sat in my car, I was like, fuck, that was terrible, dude. Like you I don't more Slipknot. Oh uh, yeah, I really I was I feel like they did Slipknot dirty. Yeah, they really did. bummed out about but that. But he steps yeah. out of that van and he doesn't get a title card that shows his you height and weight. Coming. I was like, Slipknot, this is good for you. He is not long for this world. Yeah, but I, like like David Ayer, I. I would rather not hear what you have to say <laughs> about <laughs> Suicide Squad. Like, because I don't feel I like Andy. I, I know we'll get into it this week, but very much this argument is made for Lord of the Rings. You know, theatrical versus extended. We will. I want to get, we'll get into that. I want to get into this real quick. Review. I just want to make sure we hear a word. If you, if you, I'm trying to say, <laughs> don't use a standard uh, phone carrier. If you want to call your local film executive and demand a recut of theirs, you should use a better service like Mint Mobile. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mom, I love you, but I got to go. Okay. Goodbye. Have you looked at your wireless bill lately? Because you're probably paying too much. You know, it's not 2009 anymore, Deborah. Network coverage is better than ever, no matter your wireless provider. So why then are you paying more for the same service? You don't know? Well, in that case, let me tell you about Mint Mobile. All right. They can slice your bill down to $15 a month for the same premium coverage. Okay. Well, now you're thinking this is too good to be true. Well, no, it is true. Stop doubting me, Deborah. Okay. I've been using Mint Mobile for about a month now and nothing has changed. My same phone. I got my same phone. I got my same phone number. Everywhere I've gone, my service has been fast and steady. Literally, the only difference is how much I'm paying for the service. That's the only thing. So to get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash dude. That's mintmobile.com slash D-U-D-E dude. Now cut your wireless bill to $15 a month. At mintmobile.com slash dude. Mom? Okay. Yes. I'm back. And we're back. Thank you, Mint Mobile. Please, honestly, don't call anyone. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't do that. You use a hashtag. Sure. Call that's Andy. fine. Those are easy to mute. But um, You're better than that. Yeah. So Suicide Squad. Yeah. The thing about Suicide Squad is I don't know that what bothers me is the final, the finished product. What bothers me is that it made a billion dollars. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes also, that's what bothers me. Like, also, I love no, shitty no. movies. Is that what bothers you, or is it that it won an Oscar? Yeah, I mean, but it's one of those. It was like, well, oh yeah, it was for makeup, right? It was damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special damage is what gave it, gave it that. That's, yeah, that's, that's the thing. One. That is the thing too, because we watch Justice League, and you're like, okay, of all these, of all these demands. You're watching this, and from scene to scene, you're being ripped from one tone to another tone. Yep. And now you're with a Russian family, and then that amounts to nothing. <laughs> and like, it's a, it is jarring. So oh, you get that great. No, like, it amounts to that joke from uh, Flash, right? Where he's like, Doyeski, and runs away. Like, ha ha. Yeah, That's so yeah. funny guy. And you're, but your whole time, you're like, what is the point of this? Um, and so there's that aspect of it where you're like, okay, I think what people are saying is like, we just want one coherent vision for this product. Yeah. 
Suicide yeah. Squad, while incoherent, I feel like there's no way to get a coherent product out of it. Like, there's obviously stuff that's missing. It's obvious that they had to make changes, but the initial vision for it still involved tattooing damaged on Joker's forehead and stuff. So, like, like in some ways, it became the true coherent vision, even if that's not what they realized it was going to be when they first started working on it. I boil all the, a lot of this always down to individual versus the corporation, where, you know, if you have any kind of device split between an individual and a corporation, the individual is always going to be the good guy. The corporation mm, is always yeah. going to be seen as the bad mm-hmm. guy. And you get that with film studios and directors and all the stuff all the time where it's like, well, no, the studio was holding the, the, the you know, distributor was holding them back. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the execs were holding them back from their true vision. It's always the um, band against the record label sort of thing. Ex- mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Jared Leto again. And yeah, so exactly. I think uh, <laughs> a lot of these, yeah. <laughs> these narratives get created where it's like, oh, well, no, this director, they would have made their mm-hmm. vision if only they had had free reign. And I don't know that that's always the case. I don't think I don't it know. is. I, I feel like a, a lot of fan bases want to fantasize that there is a a nine or 10 out of 10 movie out there somewhere, but mm-hmm. it could just be that like, maybe it was just doomed for the doom from the start. Like I, I think we've seen a lot of movies that have really interesting characters with fun dynamics that aren't good movies mm-hmm. like yeah. that can exist. And I wish Suicide Squad was at least that where I can enjoy the back and forths between all these really charismatic uh, characters and their and their little silly one-liners or whatever. But the movie can still be bad, and I think that's okay. But Suicide Squad, I feel like, doesn't have anything redeemable about it, like, at all. Except for I, fire the fire guy and his family. Yeah, that's really bad for him. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's, so, man, my favorite thing about Suicide Squad are the incongruencies of just the plot. Like, so... They start <laughs> Diablo's basically every single character you could like pinpoint and be like, where do they destroy their own arc or where does the logical fallacy fall in their arc? Diablo's is the best because they're like, you know, he was just a guy who had a skull tattooed on his face, but he loved his family. And when he's describing his love for his family, it shows him slapping his wife on the ass. And then and then he goes and then he goes until one day he accidentally got heated. And burned the whole house down. And that's when he <laughs> vowed never to use his powers again. And then and then and then you go to later on in the movie and they're showing him in the prison yard burning a bunch of guys alive. <laughs> like, did you forget earlier in the movie when you said he never did that? And then you have Croc, you have Killer Croc, who's like he's the whole movie he's waiting around. He's just waiting around. And then they're like, and then they're like, they're like, there's water down here. Only one person can do it. And then, and then Croc goes, you get me BET and I'll go do it. And then he dives into the water. The next time you see him, he's getting choked out by, a, by an enemy bad guy. Like he's losing the underwater fight. And then one of the nameless Captain Flag soldiers is the one who sets the bomb and blows it off. Yeah. <laughs> he failed at his only task. Yeah. I love, I, I will say Suicide Squad is probably easier for me to watch than some other movies because it's it's like watching... It's like watching a music video, like a yeah. bad 90s music video. Sure. Um, like, I, I think the thing that bummed me out the most was that the, I loved the trailer. Like, they had that Queen song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was fast and frenetic. And I was like, dude, we're getting, we're, DC's finally making their version of Guardians of the Galaxy. And I love mm-hmm. Guardians because it's like the, all the humor's right up my alley. It's totally what I'm into. And like, mm-hmm. it could just have been that I had my hopes set way too high, and which is yeah. like weird to say. But I've never been. I guess I've never been a huge 
I never knew what to get out of a DC movie. Like I never mm-hmm. went into a DC movie thinking this is going to be a banger right here. Mm-hmm. But after that trailer, I thought, oh my God, I think they did it. They finally yeah. found like the right chemistry mm-hmm. and it just failed on like every <laughs> aspect for me. Yeah. I, I, for me, Aquaman is probably the top of the, the DCU. I thoroughly enjoy that movie and it, so stupid it's it's, it's <laughs> the one movie it's the one movie that knows the right time to wink yeah. like to kind of like take a nod he's having fun redheads such a good time yeah. Yeah. yeah i'd say i'd say shazam's pro- i think shazam ended up being my my number one okay because yeah, i feel yeah. like they they went obviously the tone went a little bit younger and it felt like just a fun family film with still some like adult humor every once in a while I feel like it was yeah. the the safest way to go, and they nailed it. I don't know. Shazam, Shazam number two, some number two favorite superhero mo- mo- uh, cinematic moment, oh, which yeah. is when they're fighting, when Mark Strong and him are fighting, and then Mark Strong starts talking and threatening him, and then it cuts to Shazam, who's like three quarters of a mile away, and it's just, <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> what? I was like, that's, really that's someone who has seen enough of these movies and asked this question yeah. every single time. Yeah. Really, really good. And speaking of yeah. Mark Strong, at least taking way too many roles from Stanley Tucci. So Andy and I were talking about this recently because you know I have this Is problem. He, Tucci I has have a, a problem with career. Mark Strong because I feel like <laughs> Stanley Tucci was coming up, and then Mark Strong comes to the game. He says, "I've taken your roles, Tucci." Yeah, I think there's plenty. Of roles Stanley Tucci was already established, though, right? Yeah, He's, I, I mean, you he know was, Stanley Tucci. What performances would we have gotten from the Tooch if Strong yeah. hadn't Mark Strong insane. is the more intimidating. Stanley Tucci is the mind. Strong is the body. Stanley Tucci can be intimidating. What happened? Oh, Greg, can you refresh your page, I guess? I have refreshed my page. Is it better All now? Right. He's, he's back. Hello. I think Greg's back, yeah. Okay. Okay. Do I need to reset anything? I think I should be Oh, we're here. Okay. We're good. We're surviving. Um, so we were Stanley talking Tucci. about Mark Strong <laughs> and Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Put a bookmark in that. Um, I had other stuff that we could. We were supposed to talk about today. We could. I yeah, mean, we have plenty of time. Let's but keep it rolling. I don't know. Any final thoughts on this Snyder Cut? I'm excited. Those are my final thoughts. Anyone else? Regardless if the movie's good or bad, we're in for a great year of just hearing people talk about this, seeing leaked things yeah. of it, seeing Joe. And then if it comes out and it's, it, it flips the other way, where it comes out and it is horrible, it is objectively terrible, then mm-hmm. everybody gets to fucking shit all over the people that are now shitting on all the people. So it's just everybody gets the win in this. It's closure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am excited just to see... I mean, Lord knows I love an update. Like whenever uh, I'm just going to like compare this to technology, whenever there's a new update for Twitter or something and everybody Mm -hmm. fucking hates it, I am always really interested in it because I love seeing uh, like just visual changes and aesthetic changes. And for this, it's like I want to see what what story differences there would be. And it would dark side pop up. You know, we've already heard that uh, who was confirmed as the actor, Greg, who said like, yeah, I was dark side in this cut. Oh, yeah, Um, I saw that, too. Oh, the, mount, the mountain I forget. from Game of Thrones again. No. That guy just keeps <laughs> yeah. getting yeah. cut from everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I saw that story too. I don't. I, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Um, for me, I I waffle because I feel like sometimes uh, this can establish a dangerous precedent, and it can activate toxic fandoms. That you know, it, it just being able to go back to a director or a movie and be like, well, you know, you need to recut this because it's not what we like. Like it, you need to get little... you need to get Rose Tico out of this movie. Ray yeah. Porter. Yes, exactly. It could be like a little bit dangerous, 
but I'm kind of with Greg on this. I'm like, yeah, baby, let it ride. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm into all the discourse. I think this, if you treat it right, yeah. respectfully, it's fun. You know, it's it's just more of, of we're getting fun DLC stuff to talk about. Yeah, we're getting DLC. <laughs> we're getting like, DLC. Just, yeah, the alternate just, ending. <laughs> be respectful, have perspective, realize real people are involved. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm excited to see it. I can't wait to see it. If this is feels like this is overwhelming for you and it's too much, well, you might want to check out Nami. Right now, especially right now, it's important to do things that help us cope and maintain perspective on what's going on in the world. So while you're social distancing, and that is excellent, and please continue doing that for the safety of everyone, please also rely on your social network. And I'm not just talking about a website that you go to uh, where you click like and scroll down a feed and look at a bunch of pictures. I'm talking about your actual social network, your friends, your family, your neighbors, loved ones, the people in your community. It may seem strange, but why not schedule calls with your friends and family? Given how hectic things are today, I think it makes perfect sense to put it on a calendar and ensure that you're getting to see the people you care about face-to-face. In fact, Elise and I just this weekend jumped on a call with our good friend Zach Anner, who we don't get to see in person, chatted with him for an hour or so, and like it was great. Great seeing him. It made me feel better afterwards. And I just enjoy having those fun interactions with the people that I care about. And we want to remind you that if you need support, you can reach out to NAMI, the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization, to get support for yourself or to learn how to support others. So visit NAMI.org or call 1-800-950-NAMI. You aren't alone. Thank you, NAMI, very much for uh, sponsoring this episode. Um, I have a few quick things, that, quick news stories that we want to hit on. This one's included. So one was for the first story was obviously for Andy. The second story <laughs> is is for Elise. Sherlock Holmes. She's a big fan. I don't. You guys play the Sherlock Holmes game series? I've really yeah. only heard of them because of Elise. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's about right. She's their best marketing. Um, but they are bringing, not even bringing back the series, but I guess kind of re booting the series prequel prequel style and now they're doing the dmc thing where sherlock holmes is a young hot sexy boy young hot sexy goth boy he's Um, brooding he's very brooding uh the actual premise is in sherlock holmes chapter one you play as the titular character who returns to his hometown following his mother's death while exploring the open world of the mediterranean island town where is he from Where's Sherlock Holmes from? (laughs) Uh, uh, He will learn that this seemingly quiet setting and its residents have something to hide. It's your classic. You ever watch those BBC small town murders where they're like, a young boy was murdered and now they're sending in a guy from London to come in there. We're just a small town. I just own a a hotel that has three bedrooms in it or whatever. And by the end of the series, that's only like three episodes long because it's BBC, is you find out that everyone in that town had a secret. That's a genre. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like they're doing that with Sherlock. At least are you excited? Yes. And I I need to give some clarification here. Much like Greg's feelings about Justice League, where Mm -hmm. he's a fan and he's excited for it. Mm -hmm. uh, I also don't think the Sherlock Holmes games are the pinnacle of (laughs) of gaming Mm -hmm. or or that like, you know, I don't think they're top tens. And you just like them. Yeah, and I, I, I've allowed a narrative to be developed around myself in the games for mm-hmm. comedic value, for, you know, we all need it's to be... It's your brand. Our, it's my brand. Yeah. 
Um, and I do really enjoy these games. I do play them. Um, so, yeah, of course, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised by the character design, which is this like emo goth mm-hmm. teenage homes. It's like really strange. I have to look um, this up. Yeah, I, me too. I don't know. If, I don't know if Nick has the image, but uh, and I Dude. noticed like when I saw the trailer come out, I went and I looked at the comments on the video because I was like, is anyone else oh. surprised by this path? And sure enough, the comments were like, this character design is unexpected. Well, unexpected is sometimes the best thing. They said the same thing. Like I said, they said the same thing about Dante. And DMC is my favorite of the series. He was a hottie, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a hottie. Shirtless I, beefcake. I think this is interesting coming off of... I, I don't actually know how it all resolved with... Remember, Frogwares was having like all the games pulled because they were losing the license. Mm-hmm. And so I actually need to kind of dive into that and see where that... It turns out they lost the license to adult Sherlock Holmes. Oh, so, so they, they have... So it's kind of like, you know... <laughs> And you can. It's easy to get the license to Muppet Babies, but not Muppets Adult uh-huh. because they're apparently two different things. That's all made up. I just made that up. The, the remarkable thing too is if you toward the end of the Sherlock series, he started looking exactly like John Hamm. Yeah, he did. It got like really, really weird. And now I guess he looks more like he looks like Dylan McDermott. Yeah, I, I thought he looked like that guy who sings in uh, Panic at the Disco. Oh yeah, Brendan Urie. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody, I'm Panic. This is the disco. <laughs> I just thought that's where he always performed. I thought it was one guy and he only. No, shows yeah, one fair. Place. It's fair. He's always yeah. at the disco. Mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, I always wanted to get into the TV show. Mm-hmm. And like I know BBC a lot of people show? love the TV show. So I like I don't want those fans to get to attack me here. OK, guys, I'm very defensive. <laughs> all right. But every time a clip of that show goes viral on Twitter, it's always fucking awful. <laughs> and and I don't like, and it makes me think like, is this show just bad or do people like it ironically it's, or is yeah. it good? Well, first of all, it's not a TV show and anyone that says it is, is wrong. It's a series of films because they're like, oh, did you watch the recent season of Sherlock? And I'm like, you mean the three episode season of which each episode was two hours and 45 minutes? Oh, God. <laughs> like, you know, like, like, so it's always funny when people go on a TV show just because it's on TV. But yeah, it's cheesy. I think I watched the first season and then I kind of tapped out. People think that I, they also think that I love all things Sherlock Holmes. So they think I love the the Benedict Cumberbatch show. They think I love the Robert Downey Jr. movies. No, I like, I like the original there's writing. There's a complete works. Arthur Conan Doyle. Oh, yeah, there's a complete works over there. Um, but I can kind of, I, the movies, I'm like whatever. The show, I can kind of take or leave. Mm-hmm. You yeah. you can't uh, you can't sort of set that that narrative out there. Like Greg at one point said on like three different shows that I was really 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 into loves Gundam. Gundams. He loves Gundams, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just become and, and then I like to this day mm-hmm. I still get tweets from like fans that aren't super connected to kind of funny, but you know we'll watch every once in a while and I'll get mm-hmm. like links to different. Oh. Uh, Gunpla or what? Gunpla, right? Is that what it's called? Like the, <laughs> you the don't even Gundam know. Gundam builds right? or whatever. You call yourself a fan. Yeah, you're a fan or what? Fake fan. Uh, like uh, it was a uh, it was during Kind of Funny Life three, and I was making a Gundam uh, T-shirt. I was designing a Gundam T-shirt for like so for about a week. Mm-hmm. I had all this different reference on my screens, and Greg would walk by. So then on the next couple of shows, Greg would say, <laughs> "Well, who knows what the fuck Andy's doing now? He's looking at Gundams all goddamn day." <laughs> And then that just became the narrative. So mm-hmm. I still get tweets of like, oh, dude, I'm building a new model. Like, check this out. It's like, guys, like, I do really, really like Mecca. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that the culture, I guess. But I'm not like, 
I, I'm not up to date on the latest Gundam series. I'm sorry. Well, if you would I read the tweets them. the people are sending you, you'd be up to date on the latest Gundams. <laughs> yeah, I feel true. like such a fraud now, dude. Do you but that's, feel, so that's my narrative. Do you feel like that happens to you both a lot where people people want to make you one-dimensional because it's e- easier for them to like put you in a compartment and be like, okay, Andy's the Gundam guy. Greg's the the Superman guy, Batman guy. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that happens every once in a while. Like, but I think we do it to ourselves. I was like gonna say, I, yeah, I do it to myself. I can't really we, complain. <laughs> we definitely do it to ourselves, where we create these like stupid narratives. We had a uh, we had a let's play show called Party Mode that I edited, and then the other day we were <laughs> playing Predator Hunting Grounds, and uh, somewhere along the line, someone said, "Fuck Nick him." Uh, Nick started and Nick was like fuck Tim I can't believe he canceled party mode and like that's not true at all but mm-hmm. then <laughs> everybody just started running with the fact that well fucking Tim he canceled Tim party, party mode. mode man yeah so it's just it, we do it to ourselves I blame nobody yeah. but us you know every time Nick. someone mentions uh, it's it's like Skyrim with guns in front of Adam I can see him like die a little yeah. bit like a there's a shard of him inside that then chips away a little bit more it's like more. the dark crystal yeah yeah I was wondering what that reference was because I we recorded the let's play together and at the end there were several comments that were like oh it really was like Skyrim with guns really at the very end. And I was like oh yeah. okay that makes sense now it makes sense what game was he referring to where he Far Cry, Far Cry? three or four Three? I think it, three makes sense. It would have been three, right? Yeah, it became like a box quote or something. Him saying it's like Skyrim with guns. I think it was. I think it was Far Cry Three, and it's just followed him till now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it's Skyrim with blank. Yeah, it it just became oh, anything. Anything is that. So like, it's becoming always... the new like Soulsborne. And he loves it. Thing. The thing is, he loves it. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> it's like he just wants to be known for you, something. It's like it's like Gundams with blank you know like you sure you love it since you love it you love to hear that kind of stuff absolutely you i love to uh, about gunnams i have one last thing that i want to get your guys feedback on this and is then andy? this is andy's story kfc is trying out a new chicken sandwich did you know about this andy i didn't know about this you didn't know about this you're such a no. huge chicken sandwich guy that I would have thought, see, since you eat well, chicken sandwiches, maybe. Exactly. Not gonna have I don't like uh, sandwiches. I don't. Where's this narrative coming from? <laughs> so, keep, according keep to going. CNN, KFC has begun testing a new premium chicken sandwich in Orlando, Florida. Good luck with that. The fast food chain, which has chicken in its name, yeah, has surprisingly found itself playing catch up against rivals, cha- rival chain ketchup. sandwiches. No, they didn't. They didn't see that one there, Fuck. but. Popeyes, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's have tantalizing have tantalized customers' taste buds with new takes on the classic sandwich. So they're trying to up their sandwich game, get a new chicken sandwich. How can you make it better? Well, Andrea Zahumensky, KFC's chief marketing officer, talked about food in a way I've never read before. She said it boasts an upgrade of every single component. It includes the chicken filet that's 20% larger. Sounds has, like Tim Cook or Steve Jobs or something. It has thicker pickles. Yeah. And, <laughs> it, and a new type of bun to, quote, hug it in the right way. So it got thick pickle and bun hug? Yeah. It's it's got, got some yeah. thick pickle bun hugs up here. Put that on the box quote. Uh-huh. There you go. So I don't know. Andy, does that- this sound better to you? No, it doesn't. And I'll tell you why. I'm not okay. a... Well, first off, is the chicken spicy? It doesn't is say. It just a, is it just a regular chicken thing, or is, it, is there a lot of spice? Or, or? I think it's just. A, I think it's just. This is just a regular chicken sandwich. chicken sandwich. I'm on. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah, out. This I'm is out. them trying to, you know, go against Popeyes and Chick Fil A. 
Yeah. I, I, I'm out. I'm out. Um, okay. I'm not a huge fan of sandwiches, guys. If you're going to give me something in between bread, I want it to be a hamburger patty. Mm. Um, like, but when it comes to sandwiches or just chicken sandwiches in general, there's a place that opened up um, that Greg's been talking about that serves sort of that Hattie B's kind of Louisiana style. Hot chicken. Uh, hot chicken, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I'm a huge fan of just the hot chicken. But whenever these places sell sandwiches, like I'll just take the buns off. I I just want the chicken alone. My mouth's watering okay. thinking about it. I'm so like hungry. <laughs> I so just you're want saying, the chicken. You're saying KFC should sell a hamburger? No, or he's saying they should just sell fried chicken, which they do, Andy. They and see, I then yeah. turn around and ask you, how often do you go to KFC? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I've been, you know what? I've been Uber eating a lot of Popeyes recently. Oh man, so you're on the other have, side of the equation. You're the problem. They've got some really, really good uh, uh, chicken tenders, everybody. Cajun chicken tenders. Sure. Ever heard mm-hmm. of it? Look at him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have. Look I've heard eye. of them. Yeah. I'm so hungry right now. Are so you crying? Excited. Like, just thinking about food. <laughs> like, I, I, again, sandwiches just don't do it for me, unfortunately. And I don't okay. know why. Um, right. A lot well, of the people. The kind of funny community believes otherwise. So, and they'll Jeez. tweet you well, as such. So, a lot of people. Uh, sort of flame me for that like how did you not just grow up eating ham sandwiches or turkey sandwiches mm-hmm. and i think it's because of my culture and where i grew up where like if i wanted to eat something quick for lunch it would just be a tortilla with butter or beans or potatoes like it was always mm-hmm. just like i want to and i'm i don't want to say tortilla because i know greg always gets real horny when i say when i roll the r's and stuff it's true but when i get a little when I get a little tortilla and just put some mantequilla on it, some butter, some papa, some frijoles, you know what I mean? Like that's where that's my sort of jam, and that's no like thick that pickles? was my. Huh? Yeah, how thick are the pickles? Thick pickle, no thick pickles, no thick pickles, uh. unfortunately. But that was my version of a quick lunch. You know, when people just mm-hmm. say throw together a sandwich, that for me it was mm-hmm. it was like tacos mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. So I never I never indulged with that. I don't, I'd go to friends' houses and I was always weird because they always had like just ham sandwiches. I'm gonna make a little sandwich like. Fuck, I guess I'll eat this sandwich, but I did never guys, loved it. Did you ever uh, have like Wonder Bread in your home? I don't think so. No. Wow. No, I don't think so. See, I what I don't like about is. this, what I, I don't like about that. this is whenever this comes up, Andy just loves to play the race card, all right? I know. You yeah. are an adult man living in San Francisco. Eat mac and cheese. He's never had mac and cheese, and now he just refuses to eat it. Really? Eat it. Wow. Try it. Try it. You're ordering like Popeyes. Just order some mac and cheese from Popeyes. They have really good mashed potatoes, by the way, at Popeyes. Oh, really could good we, mashed potatoes. Could we order you some mac and cheese? It, it's 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 a like, it was the a thing gift. is, Elise, at this point I feel like I like I owe it to cheese. myself uh-huh. to not eat it. Okay. I've got See, this, this is when we talk about painting ourselves into corners and you know you become your own caricature. This is the thing. Andy mm-hmm. decided yeah. he he came here. He had never had a Whopper. He had never had a Big Mac. We gave him all that on a live stream, and he said, "No, mac and cheese is the hill I will die on. Even though mm. it's delicious and available yeah. everywhere, I still won't do it because I need you to be forgot, different." Greg, you forgot corn dog. I'd never eaten a corn dog either. I and ate I wanted two to vomit yesterday. I'm gonna get after that. I got those Trader Joe's frozen corn dogs. Oh yeah, State Fair. Is this State Fair brand? Is it state? No, although the Trader Joe's brand, I guess. Oh, okay. Mm. A lot of people were pretty disgusted that I hadn't eaten a a Big Mac or a Whopper. But, like, the thing is, I'd go to McDonald's and Burger King all the time as a kid, but it was always nugs. It was chicken tenders. It was chicken Mm. fries. Tortilla. Like, he wants the elements. And then you put it in a tortilla. Man, I I haven't had a Big Mac in fucking years. 
year, at least a decade. Why, Why not? I don't know because it's not part of my order. I have a very specific order. Yeah. Double cheese order. Ten piece. She gets ten piece nuggets with sweet and sour sauce. Perfect. And she might she'll get that as a meal. She may upgrade to a Sunday and ask for extra chocolate sauce on it. Um, but uh, otherwise, she'll get a diet coke. She's gonna get those fries with it. Like I said, oh, yeah. the sweet and sour sauce, and then she gets a double cheeseburger with nothing on it. Wait, so what's the difference between a burger and a Big like, Mac? No onions. No onions. That's, Big that's Mac's my a thing very too, specific too. kind of burger. Yeah. Wait, what? Big Mac's a very specific kind of burger. It's, got like it's like the layout. The it's the bun. It's the lettuce. It's the special sauce. It's the patty. It's the cheese. It's another bun. Then it's another burger with more stuff on it, and then it's the top of the bun. Wow, I thought that was just their. I thought it was like let's get a McDonald's burger. It's called the Big Mac. No, 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 no. It's a very specific yeah. sandwich. Yeah, huh? It's because because when you you don't wait, know wait, about whoa, whoa, sandwiches. wait, 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 wait. So wait, time out. Had you never had a McDonald's burger till no. when you moved here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not McDonald's at all. Wow. I thought that was just their branding. I thought, yeah, I had never. Now I will mm. say though, the Big Mac that I had, I preferred it way more to the Whopper. The Whopper was god awful. Oh not yeah, like no, that. No, no, Burking, no, no, if you're no, a sponsor, no. I'm sorry. They're not. Okay. No, 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 no. And never will be now. Yeah, Greg. There would be a lot of field trips we'd go on where they would like uh, um, in elementary school. There would be a, a burger in a bag. I always gave it to my friends. Have my burger. What did you? And you just have the fries and maybe some. I eat the fries. Nugs. If you had some nugs going. No, just fries. No, just fries. Fucking hell! <laughs> wow, you learn something every day about mm-hmm. each other. We got it. Like because a Big Mac, I can understand. <laughs> like I think you're, you're a kid. Yeah. You eat yeah. the simple Specific. burger. It's simple. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's. Con- Never having a McDonald's burger, period. Hmm. I mean, I've had like a, a probably at this point, if I could count, if I put a real time clock on it, counter, like if I had a guy following me everywhere, every time I ate a nugget and he go on the little counter. Yeah, yeah. Probably like 800,000 by this point. Hmm. A lot of nugs. That's not even including crispy tenders. Uh, you know what? I was so excited for those at least when they first released. If you remember this, like when they. What were they called? They were they were just a healthier option. Chicken Selects. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they were those. called Chicken Selects, and they came out, and I was just so disappointed with them because I loved Whataburger chick, uh, chicken strips. Was so disappointed with the Chicken Select. Went back to Nuggets immediately. Mm-hmm. No thanks, Chicken Select. I don't select you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you seem like you would have been a, a snack wrap kind of guy. Based off your preferences. McDonald's, McDonald's had snack wraps. Had snack wraps for which is my go-to, which is basically a tortilla. Tortilla. Um, <laughs> uh, but it would have basically chicken, either fried or grilled chicken strips in it with, you know. It's a tiny treat. Stuff. It was mm. nice. It was like a dollar. Oh, I'm so hungry. We need to, Super we, cheap, yeah. I need to eat something. I'm getting, I'm sorry for getting, we, and we also need to wrap this up. Here's the thing. Can't end this show without, every time I host, we do the most important News check follow up slash trivia. Nick, roll that header. Oh yeah. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. Gotta wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> Mount up for Morbius. We spent this whole. A uh, whole show talking about movies that may or may not be good. Let's focus yeah. on something that is great and we know is great. Okay, so Mount Up for Mor- Morbius is my segment. Every time I host, I talk about the upcoming uh, Jared Leto film Morbius, starring oh starring C tier Batman villain 
Michael Morbius, who is the living vampire. And, it, you know, so just getting you guys up to speed, the movie was supposed to come out already. So I only mm-hmm. thought I would be doing it for a couple weeks, but then they delayed Whoa, it. I to, forgot about that. They delayed it to 2021. So now I need to keep it up for a year. So, um, it, you know, sometimes it's news updates. Sometimes it's fun and games. This week we're doing a news update. There is no new news. Roll the header. Oh. I don't think Nick was ready to roll the header so soon, but that's okay. It looks so good. It looks great. Can't wait. gonna slap him. I wish it said. I wish he tattooed on it said vampire. <laughs> um, thank you guys for joining us for Mount Up for Morbius. No problem. Anytime. No news is good news. No news is good news. We'll see you next time. Hopefully, we got some juicy tidbits, maybe some trivia, um, and uh, plenty more to come from Mount Up for Morbius. Thank you so much, guys, for coming yeah, on thanks. the show. I really appreciate it. Thank no, thanks for having us. Thanks sure. for doing this crossover. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, yeah. This whole week, again, just reminded. This whole week, we're doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, kind of fun house week. Check out both channels. Go subscribe to Kind of Funny Games. Because we're trying to get those, trying to get that subscriber number. Yeah, YouTube.com/slash/kindoffunnygames. Um, you, you can subscribe to them both, but I think first subscribe to games, get that number up, so that way we can flip flop it. Um, and then, and also check out everything they've got going over there all week long. There's a ton of cool stuff. KFAF tomorrow. Whew. KFAF. Hopefully, how long is that? Uh, I think we got it down to about like 50 minutes. 50. And it. it it, yeah, five zero. It took over okay. the whole episode. Like it, we, it was supposed to be a twenty to thirty mm-hmm. minute segment, and we, and it just ended up taking everything over. But I'll say this: like, uh, I was, I was having kind of a rough go of it uh, the past few days, and while editing that episode, I was fucking dying of laughter. Like it is so, so funny. It's really, I'm really excited. funny. I'm excited okay. to see the finished product in more. Which ways channel does that go up on? That's on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny. Oh, okay. So go watch it, but don't subscribe. <laughs> part of the problem. You're part of the problem, at least. <laughs> um, no, but thank you so much for having. Uh, in terms of Funhouse, uh, Adam and Alana are on Kind of Funny Games daily every single Monday, or Tuesday through Friday this week. Yep, Adam was on this morning. Yeah, and, uh, uh, I'm doing Lord of the Rings in review. Lord of the Rings in reviews coming up. Um, all kinds of cool stuff coming. Uh, stuff here. Uh, if you haven't seen it, Last Laugh. The comedy laugh comedy show. If there's a season two, I think these guys would be pretty great I, I for it. Personally, 100% agree. Um, the finale went up on Monday, so make sure to check that out on Rooster Teeth first. And also, no idea. Our uh, Adam and Adam and I building show. The season finale is this Friday, so be sure to check that out. Um, anything else, you guys? Anything else that I miss? You guys want to shout out? Coming up. No, no, you just, nailed it. You crushed it. There's just nothing else to you say. Yeah. We put up a yeah, schedule. Yeah. If you go to uh, kindoffunny.com slash funhouse, you can see everything, the whole schedule laid out of what we're all crossing over on. Cool. Yeah. Go there, check it out. And uh, and we should just we should just make this more regular thing because it's actually a lot of fun hanging out, chatting with you guys and playing games and stuff. So I really enjoy it. Agreed. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you, first members, uh, for supporting us and everyone else who's just watching in RTTV. And that's... Dude Super live here every single day. We'll check you out next time. Dun, 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 dun,